In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Brethren, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault, therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, who chose the mother of your Son to be our mother also, grant us that, persevering in penance and prayer for the salvation of the world, we may further more effectively each day the reign of Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Some who had come down from Judea were instructing the brothers, unless you are circumcised according to the Mosaic practice, you cannot be saved. Because there arose no little dissension and debate by Paul and Barnabas with them, it was decided that Paul, Barnabas, and some of the others should go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and presbyters about this question. They were sent on their journey by the church and passed through Phoenicia and Samaria, telling of the conversion of the Gentiles, and brought great joy to all the brethren. When they arrived in Jerusalem, they were welcomed by the church, as well as by the apostles and the presbyters, and they reported what God had done with them. But some from the party of the Pharisees, who had become believers, stood up and said, It is necessary to circumcise them and direct them to observe the Mosaic law. The apostles and the presbyters met together to see about this matter. The word of the Lord. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. I rejoiced because they said to me, We will go up to the house of the Lord, and now we have set foot within your gates, O Jerusalem. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. Jerusalem, built as a city with compact unity, to it the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. According to the decree for Israel, to give thanks to the name of the Lord, in it are set up judgment seats, seats for the house of David. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He takes away every branch in me that does not bear fruit, and everyone that does, he, bear, he prunes so that it bears more fruit. You are already pruned because of the word that I spoke to you. Remain in me as I remain in you. Just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains on the vine, 
so neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit, because without me you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me will be thrown out like a branch and wither. People will gather them and throw them into a fire, and they will be burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want and it will be done for you. By this is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. This is such a central text for me, this uh, vine and the branches parable. Um, Friends of mine in seminary, I remember a couple years into priesthood, talking to a classmate um, and sharing some of the discouraging things as one does, uh, commiserating with friends uh, about getting out into the parish and feeling like you're working really hard, but nothing's really happening. Uh, and my friend just called me back to this. Vine in the branches, apart from me, you can do nothing. Uh, abide in me, remain in me as I remain in you, and you will bear much fruit. You know, so like, no matter what you're doing uh, or trying to do, the most important thing and the only guarantee that what you're doing is going to actually matter in the plan of God uh, for that place, that parish, um, that family, um, is if you're remaining in him and drawing that sap, that lifeblood from him. Um, apart from me, you can do nothing. Of course, Mary, uh, celebrate the memorial of Our Lady Fatima today. Mary is the uh, queen of this, the greatest example of someone who just receives God and therefore bears literally the fruit of her womb, uh, the word of God in her body. Um, but she first received that in her heart, in her soul, uh, by being obedient and docile and simply receiving. She was not out there trying to change the world. She was simply um, doing God's will and assenting to it at every moment. I think also that the analogy of the vine and the branches is helpful because uh, we see how also the vine is what binds all the branches together. If you break off and you try to go bear fruit on your own, you plant it in the dirt somewhere, you're just some dead branch. Um, you're separated from the vine, but you're also separated from all the other branches. Like, the only the thing that makes it beautiful, that makes it fruit-bearing, um, is that it's together as one. And I think this is what is especially challenging and what I've been praying for uh, during this uh, shutdown, is that as human beings, body, uh, embodied souls, we need to kind of like physically be together to understand our, our metaphysical, spiritual relationship to one another, that we are bound to Christ and therefore bound to each other um, in the church. And so that normal pruning that he's talking about so that we can bear fruit happens in the way that we bump up against each other. Um, and the church, which is Christ's organ, Christ's um, body on earth, is also made of human beings, which is messy and hard. And, um, but that is the place where the lifeblood flows and the, from the Eucharist, from the celebration, the congregation, um, the visible church on earth. And so when everybody comes back, hopefully soon, there will probably be some spring cleaning to do, I wonder, some pruning. Uh, who knows what, how we're just kind of isolated. Of course, spiritually, we're, we're still together. We're still all bound to the vine, even Eucharistically, because um, God is not limited by the sacraments. He, that grace of the Eucharist is present wherever the body is, even if we're physically isolated. But nevertheless, as human beings, it's, it's much easier to fall into temptation, fall into discouragement when we're not together, when we're not physically um, 
bound to the, to the vine, the source of our lifeblood. So we pray for our brethren today uh, that can't come to the Eucharist, um, that can only receive it spiritually, communion, communion spiritually. Um, and we look forward to that day when we can, we can be together again. Let's offer our prayers to the Father. Pray for the church, the pastors and her people, all the faithful who go um, without the sacraments during this time. For their grace and consolation, we pray to the Lord. Pray for an end to the epidemic, for peace in our world, in our country, in our city, in our families. We pray to the Lord. Pray for all the sick and the dying, those who love them. We pray to the Lord. Pray for our students, for their perseverance in faith and prayer. We pray to the Lord. All our benefactors and friends, those who support our mission, for their intentions, we pray to the Lord. This Mass, we pray for the intentions of Jeff Bloodworth, for whom this Mass is offered. We pray to the Lord. Father, accept these prayers as our sacrifice of praise. Answer them according to your will. We make them all through Christ our Lord. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. will become our spiritual drink. Pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice of your hands for the grace and glory of his name, for our good and good of all his holy church. Receive, Holy Father, this offering of our humility, which we bring you with joy as we commemorate the Blessed Virgin Mary, and grant, we pray, that it may be for us who are joined to the sacrifice of Christ, our consolation on earth, and our eternal salvation, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your heart. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but in this time above all to laud you yet more gloriously, when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. By the oblation of his body, he brought the sacrifices of old to fulfillment in the reality of the cross, and by commending himself to you for our salvation, showed himself the priest, the altar, and the lamb of sacrifice. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exalts in your praise. And even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. 
for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray the partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Blaise, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. The Savior's command informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope in the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Rejoice, O Lord, 
and for those unable to receive Holy Communion today, we pray. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. Embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Renewed by this Paschal Sacrament, we pray, O Lord, that we who honor the memory of the mother of your Son may show forth in our mortal flesh the life of Jesus, who lives and reigns forever and ever. The Lord be with you. And your Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Regina Cedi, Letare, Alleluia. Quia quemeruisti portare, Alleluia. Resurrexi, sicut dixi, Alleluia.